Okie dokie. That's the last show of the year. Yay. Do that special. <laughs> oh, there we go. Awesome. Hi, Mrs. Ryan. Hello, hello. How are you doing? I hurt and I'm very stiff, but oh. I'm so glad to see you. I'm sorry that you're hurt. I'm sorry that you're stiff. You look absolutely beautiful. It is so nice to have you back in the late night place hut. Oh my goodness. Um, we've been gone. We've been gone. I don't know how long we've been gone, but it seems like a bit, hasn't it? Yes. More feels than usual. Like a while, but it's not probably. Oh, all right. <laughs> well, with that, uh, welcome back to you at home. Tonight is Thursday, December 19th, 2019. My name is Jay Ryan. This is Nicole Ryan. We are in the late night playset, as I mentioned. And uh, this is our last show of the year, of the season, of the whatever. Uh, we're pretty excited about it. Our guests tonight are some friends of ours that we've been trying to get here since before we even decided to start doing a podcast. This is the first person I even talked to of saying, hey, we're thinking about trying this and blah, blah, blah. What, what equipment should we buy? Things like that. Uh, so uh, get this correct here for the billing. Daisy Alexandra <laughs> Silbert Torres <laughs> and David Torres are both here tonight. Uh, good friends of ours. We met originally, I guess, at probably Breakfast Club and some of the uh, L.A. car meets in and around. Yeah. They've and, been uh, in my world before I knew you, them in person. So, um, What's that? I feel like they've been around in my in the entertainment space somewhere. Oh, I see. Okay, well, we'll talk about that when they yeah. get in here. But there are some great Porsche stories, including rolling down the mountain in one, and uh, Ooh, yeah. uh, and what's going on with his replacement car as well, their replacement car. And then uh, also, um, this time last year, they had a pretty exciting event happen when they had their second kid. Um, and they're going to tell us all about that story as well when they get in here. So that's yeah. what's going on. Um, it is our holiday blowout show, so we've got some videos to watch and some some material to get through. But that's about it for me. How about you, Mrs. Ryan? I will uh, add nothing now, but I'm No, ready. I would like you. Go ahead. <laughs> Are you okay? I'm totally fine. Oh, all right. I'm totally fine. You look beautiful. Thanks. I love your shirt. I got my hat. Thank you. This is from my friend at the Tonight Show. Really? Yeah. I love that. Yeah. What were you going to say? You got your uh, my head's on, and I'm fierce and loving. But oh. I just want to set everything straight for you because I'm involved in things now, and I want to make sure everyone knows. What? It, let's hear it. That sounds like an announcement. I'm in. Uh, I love it. Sorry, I did not warn you. Uh, no, this is wonderful. Um. We're just uh, for for anyone who has questions. I want to just open the floor to have anyone ask me because I feel like you get a lot of heat for things that you are not even involved in. Oh, okay. And uh, whether it's like things that we're doing or gonna have, and like all that's happening, it's all fine. And I don't respond to haters. It's not. It's not our oh, thing. Oh, you're. Yeah, I know what you're talking but about. But it's well, way bigger. And I just want to invite everyone to ask me any questions that they have. Like, no one has to go through anyone. I'm functional as a human. I I love that. That means we can all ask you what's going on now in the yeah. future. That's fantastic. That is exciting news. Uh, one thing I did want to mention, and I don't know if it's related to what you were 
thinking you were saying, what you, whatever, what you have to say later or not. Um, CNN, CNN News. New, yeah. New, uh, is it a docu-series? Is that what it's going to be? Because it's a multi-part thing, it right? It seems like a docu-series. It's the, quiet. The history of late night. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they just announced the people that are involved, and it sounds really cool. Now, we, through Inside Baseball, we had heard uh, through somebody we knew that uh, Bill Carter was working on something like this. And this was like two years ago. And that was at the point, remember, we were, uh, thought we were going to do like a, a, like a David Letterman documentary. Like there's the thing with the microphone and the J story and everything. That's, that's a separate thing. But we thought we were going to do like a you know, David Letterman type of documentary. Uh, and then we heard that this was in the works. And then it seemed like, oh, the real people, whatever. Um, so we sort of pivoted, shifted gears. And here's where we are today because of it. I'm excited to finally see this product come out because yeah. we did do a pivot because of it. And it seemed like, is it ever going to come out? <laughs> <laughs> did we get <laughs> scooped, you know? Uh, so now it's finally out, which I'm really excited about, because I think the content's going to be good. I'm super excited to see what everyone else has to say, because you're the only one I know that has the rabid affection for late night that you do. Oh, that's not true, is it? All of the comedy people that I used to talk probably to, way all more, of your old clients used to. All of my old clients, but no one ever talked about anything. I remember I went to a dinner party with you the night I met Dimitri Martin, who I did not know from The Daily Show and I did not know from comedy. But we buddied up and talked the entire night about just like David Letterman and late night and the old days and all the stuff. He and told, I told you him stuff the microphone he's story. never told me and vice versa. <laughs> so like that happens with all my clients. So I, I'm super stoked to see the late night of all of it. That's exciting. It's exciting. But I'm thinking, uh, I'm hoping that it gets more attention on the subject. And then, oh, there's some people doing the, you know, you know all the behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. I don't need to talk about that because you're working on it. All right. I'm um, involved. There's been NDAs, so a lot of people aren't saying anything. Right, right, right. Right. That so. makes sense. Uh, okay. Well, we have some ECFs to get through. We have a TB TBT. Uh, we've got the usual stuff. We could do a Dave Watch, but I figured we might do Dave Watch while they're in here just to break it up a little bit. Cool. That way Let's we can all it. talk about it because I think David was a fan too. Yeah. Let's do that. All right. So East, East Coast Feeds, Mrs. Ryan. Let's uh, do it. I've got two. Here we go. Let's <laughs> check in with Danbury Chive. <laughs> Danbury Chive, Richfield BMW. Uh, see what's going on there today. Roll it, Hal. Mr. and Mrs. Ryan, East Coast Feed, coming to you live from Richfield, Connecticut. You know we're at BMW. You know what today is? Today was an ice storm. I know you're not familiar <laughs> with that in California, but Mr. Ryan, you know it all too well. My cars look like this. Oh, look at that. And it's just... Oh, layers of ice under everything. So it's horrible. Uh, every car in the parking lot, as you can see behind me, is a sheet of ice, as well as the street and the road and the parking lot and everything else on the planet. So that's it. Welcome to Connecticut. East Coast Feed, coming to you live. Later, baby. <laughs> oh, man. That's East Coast. That's the stuff. All right. So it's clearly showing a, a definitely Christmas weather back there. I believe this is holiday party, maybe in Ridgefield. Let's see. Roll it out. Mr. and Mrs. Ryan, you can see you broke your kid back in the picture. Mr. and Mrs. Ryan, you know Jody and Sarah. We're, we don't say much. But they're here. That works out. East Coast Feed from Southington, Connecticut, broke it off your phone. East Coast Feed from Southington, Connecticut, where Jody's Christmas party for his office is here. And we don't belong here. And we're oh, crashing. Your phone. Crash. Christ, we're crashing the party. Yeah, here we go. Millennial with the phone. Stop posting pictures. Anyway, we're crashing the party. It's our first crashing of anything. And uh, it's, it's a success. It's a su great success. I like. It's a crash. All right, we love you guys. Bye. Bye. 
goodness gracious. What what was going on? I couldn't tell. I, <laughs> it was a holiday party, but it wasn't theirs. I thought it was Jody's and they all crashed it, but maybe it sounded at the end like they were all crashing someone else's holiday party. I was on board which I can see. what you said first until the very end. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I have no idea. Okay, so the same experience. Mm, boy. Shit. Well. Get off your phone is all I oh, know. Oh, man. Brooke has got worse AD. <laughs> and I see why they're together now. Worse AD than he does. Yeah. It's amazing. Hey, we're going to do this little video. Okay. <laughs> so funny. Uh, although it's, he's not dissimilar to me where it's kind of like, well, give her something to say. and <laughs> Yeah. You guys are adorable. <laughs> Thank God. I'm with you, Brooke. I get it. Oh, you're so nice. You're so nice. <laughs> so, nice. <laughs> so nice. All right. Um, it's time to do a TBT. I don't remember when this is from, but I do know that when I was looking for a TBT, I was trying to find one from the snow. Uh, there was one from Christmas last year or whatever. Anyway, while I was hunting for it, I saw one I, I, I don't recall seeing since maybe we did it live. So, um, so here we go. Here's okay. a TBT. Roll it, Hal.
remember all that stuff? I hadn't thought about that in a really long time. Uh, me too. It seems like a, it must have been a weekend there. A lot of stuff sandwiched into a weekend, but uh, got a race from my memory. Yeah. <laughs> there was a, we were at Supercar, not Supercar, Sunset GT. Up at Sunset, Sunset for downstairs. For our friend. Yep. Yep. For O'Gara coach. <laughs> Can't say what you just did. <laughs> anyway, uh, I thought that was a lot of fun. I hope you, I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> I love that I got to see Zuckerman again and Marco. Oh, I know. Well, we're probably going to see Marco tomorrow because we got to stop by TLG after. Oh, so that's another. So we got a flat tire the other day. Not a flat tire. We got a a nail in the screw in the tire, which happens all the time. Uh, Puncture. Uh, So we went over to America's Tire because we bought our tires at America's Tire. uh, Plus, they do puncture repair for free. Um, But they did seem to take a little bit of an issue after having us wait for a half an hour or an hour and, and checking the car over and putting us into the shop and getting us in the system. When they were taking the wheel off, they were like, oh, we don't service the, it was the, um, the studs that, that we had TLG put on the car instead of lugs. Okay. So they're like, oh, we don't, these aren't safe. These aren't safe. We don't service these. They're not safe. And the whole thing it was like, it was, I couldn't believe what I was saying. So you remember, I was like, first of all, that's not true. And, so, and then they got the shop foreman who was like, yeah, just get, do, do the whole thing, whatever. So a uh, huge shout out to Hugo over at the uh, uh, Norwalk store, uh, America's Tire. Uh, I, I don't, I thought Hugo was the manager because the way he took care of business i think he might have been the shop foreman i don't think he's actually even the manager of the store because i went and looked it up afterwards but 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 huge shout out to hugo thank you for getting us done on the way long and short of it is we now have lugs on the one wheel because they wouldn't do them back so they gave us free lugs but we've got to go put the studs back on i didn't need to say all that sorry that's what's going on with yellow car yeah there's always something hashtag it's always something uh mrs ryan it's time to ask the question that is on everyone's mind (laughs) What's going on, Mrs. Ryan? Oh, my goodness. There is, okay, this is a favorite movie of yours. And one of mine also that I don't watch enough, Turner and Hooch. Yeah, I, yeah. I saw it with my dad in the theater, so it's it's emotional for me, yeah. Disney Plus is making it a TV show. This is not the first time they did this Correct. in the 80s or 90s. After that movie came out, they Movies tried this. Movies in 89, they tried it in 90, ABC did, and now they're re... It's, so it's been around for a while. Okay. The show did not do well last time, but Correct. I thought it was a good idea for a show. As long as, like Tom Hanks says, you don't kill the damn dog. Yeah. Yeah. This, uh, everything's new. They're using a new dog and then new... Not Tom... Well, they tried the original dog in the old show. Whatever. <laughs> It's a refreshment of the characters, sure, and the story's great. So can you, I can't wait. Can you help me? Was it uh, he was a maybe not a chief of police, but he was a detective in. Uh, it takes place in Monterey, actually, up in Carmel. Like, really? Yeah, the whole movie. So, like, oh, if I, anybody yeah. goes up there for Car Week, you recognize all the, the places okay. and everything. Um, <clears throat> but if I recall, he's like a poli- he's a detective up there, mm-hmm. and and there's a murder or something, and there's a murder or something, and then that's how he gets the dog, right? I believe but it's not so. just a detective with a dog. I mean, that's no. Canine he with ended up adopting a dog that he found at a scene. Yeah, yeah. And then, if, if I recall, the movie he falls in love with the vet. Yes, in the movie, he does. Reginald Val Johnson is in that too. I always get that name wrong, but you know, uh, hi Carl, and from uh, Die Hard and everything. Urkel, mm-hmm. whatever that show. Uh, Craig T. Nelson did it. 
He was the chief of police. Well, in the in the movie, yeah. he was. I don't want to give it away, but um, he's the chief of police in uh, in that town. I love him, and I just posted a picture when you took me to the coach lot. So I was all on board with oh, the minute I saw. We were doing a pilot at Universal, and we walked across over to the coach stage. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. Oh, that was a TBT or something the other day. That's yeah. right. I saw that. It's super neat. Um, I liked your TBT today too. Of you in the time machine. <sighs> That was kind of cool. Past Lives Pavilion. I forget how cool that thing was. Yeah. Shout out to Aaron Dennison. I, old neighbor, upstate New York. Just had a kid. Awesome. The whole Dennison family. Yeah. Neighbors with your family. Yeah. Love you guys. Um, okay. Autism Speaks is doing a huge campaign this year. And no one knows what it's going to be, but they're making a huge effort to open some malls early and they're training mall Santa's how to deal with autistic kids. I saw that so that they can have a more uh, hospitable place to go see Santa. Yeah. It won't be as bright. It won't be as loud. It's really going to take into account needs of autism kids. I think that's lovely. It sounds really cool and it's all charity and I love that they're bringing awareness to it. So I wanted to do my little part. Hmm. Go to malls early. <laughs> For Autism Speaks. Um, uh, Autism Speaks is a fantastic charity anyway. I used to do a lot of work with them when I had the Time Machine, speaking of weird t- tie-in. Right. Uh, and then we also have done some other things. And I think Jack um, from Sci- Jack the Scientist from uh, from Scientific, um, he supports them as well. Uh, Autism Speaks, they do a lot of – I mean, <laughs> there are a lot of charities for a lot of things. But Autism Speaks, I don't know. I just had really good experiences with them. Good people, yeah. good organizer, good people organizing. Like, I just you just feel like your money's going somewhere. I don't know. I had good experience with them. I always see what they say they're going to do, and that gives makes me happy. Like, they're really trying to make an impact, and that's all they do. And that's all. It's they not need just to a do. shield charity. That's yeah. That was my impression. That's awesome to know. You know, I get a little emotional about that stuff. Yeah, I do. I'm appreciative they're making an impact. Um, but speaking of free flags, like Aaron is so good at, uh, with me anyway, making everything normal, uh, the Superman cape, uh, one of them, there were six originally, but the most recent one sold at auction for $193,000. Wow. Isn't that something from the TV show, from the old TV show? From the movie. Oh, oh, a Christopher Reeve from yes. the Superman film. Wow. It was, it's second time in, like, all you the, got me. all you, Who's car, got you? All you portrait people know more about auctions than I do. But, like, it's all part of that circuit, and this is one of six that exists, and it was all, like, uh, authenticated and certified and all yeah. that. It sounds really cool. You never know. Profiles okay. in history, probably, I'm assuming, sold it? No, it's a auction house called Julianne's. Oh, sure, okay. I don't know if you're interested, look it up. Um, okay, this is the cutest story, and I figured we'd end the holidays here because it made me think of you. Um, there's a couple in Japan. The husband, the I believe it's the Ku, Ku, uh, Karani family. Um, the husband and wife were going to, had all these plans for when they retired. They're going to travel and do all these things. And her eyesight deteriorated. And she was, she got super depressed and didn't leave the house and was like, basically, F this without saying it. She's more cool than I. Sounds a little familiar. I figured you might find it familiar because uh, I get curmudgeonly about that stuff sometimes. It is what it is. Anyway, he planted flowers for her so she could smell them and invite, other, he made the garden bigger. 
so that people would come, so that she could socialize the people that came to the garden. And now there's like you can find up to seven thousand flowers. That's wonderful. I was not saying you were a curmudgeon, but I was. Sometimes when you're dealing with something, sometimes it's easy to get down on yourself, and then you want to hole up because like, oh, what was me? You know, that was one of the reasons we started this in the very beginning was so that oh, we'll have people come to us. You get to talk to people. Every I day. saw a mirror of you in every piece of this story, and it's making me like really try to hold on to the positive. Oh, you're awesome. You're awesome, Mrs. Ryan. Oh, you know. Hey, and that's Ben. <laughs> What's going on, Mrs. Ryan? Oh, my goodness gracious. All right, that's it, right? Yes. We did it? Oh, yes. my goodness. Top of show. Done. 20 minutes. Holy cow. Right on the button there. All right. Alex and David are going to be in here right after this. Let's get the whole thing. Daisy, Alexandra, Silbert, Torres, and David Torres will be in here shortly right after this. More to come. Late Night Plays. We'll be right back. so delicious it's the hot sauce made by bears garlic and serrano mixed with love and care you can put it on your eggs pour it on your rice it's great on a leg it's better on a slice it's oh so delicious it's the hot sauce made by bears oh so delicious hot sauce great on everything except oatmeal get your bottle today at osodelicious.org. one dollar from every bottle sold goes to the national military family association <laughs> yeah, that's right. And with that, we are back. <laughs> it just became real. Yeah. It just yeah. got real. All right. Yeah. We are sitting here with uh, Alex and James. Mrs. Ryan, obviously. Hi, Alex and James. Hi. Do I have to James. do the whole... James? I mean, Alex and David. Oh, my God. We have friends named Alex and James. Oh, oh. That's funny. Everything it's about me wants you... to start this over, but I'm not going to. <laughs> Don't. Just Sorry, because you didn't, you didn't say Sorry, my David. whole name this time, and that's why I threw you off. Sorry. Forgive me. Yeah. Please, it is my pleasure to introduce Daisy, Alexandra, Silbert Torres, and David Torres. Alex and James. If you knew why that was funny to Mr. <laughs> anyway, welcome, you guys. It's so nice to have you here. I feel like we're really friends now that you've been in our home with all the people that come through here every yeah. day. I'm the most excited, I told you before the show, that you guys are here. And Mrs. Ryan, too. So... Thanks for being here. Yeah. And uh, where on earth should we start? Should we start with Porsches? Uh, should we start with babies? Should we start with you guys? How you met? Like you're married? We are well, married. Where That's do you want to start? <laughs> yeah. We could start there. All right. Yeah. So we're both originally from LA. All right. Yep. I grew up on opposite ends of town. Yep. And met at Hollywood High yep. Performing Arts. Really? Um, you, yeah. What? We went to high school together. We went to high school together. Yeah. We didn't date. I wasn't really involved with, like, high school outside of, like, the performing arts or performing arts part of it or ROTC because I wasn't allowed to dance, but that's a different story. Um, you were ROTC, weren't you? Yeah, yeah, I was in ROTC for two years. Because your dad? Because my dad was in the military. Yeah. It was funny. Um, in ROTC at Hollywood High, my ROTC instructor was really in the military and was the first sergeant, first Sergeant Smith. Turns out he was my dad's first sergeant. In the army, whoa! Yeah, that's wait. Total so, what on earth would the chances be on something yeah. like that? Yeah, total coincidence. What with the U.S. military being somewhat large? Yeah, I have wow. no idea. But it was just so weird. And then I became the ROTC teacher's pet, which wasn't fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
<laughs> but I got to shoot like BB guns inside of school at a shooting range in the like school basement. So special treatment. That's a yeah. pro. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't get to do any of that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so that's not where you met. Uh, <laughs> not in the basement. No. Not in the basement. Not I shooting think we BB had, guns. Like a math class together or something. Yeah. And then we were in like Winterfest or like some sort of show where like multiple groups perform together. Multiple groups? Yeah, like... Um, you mean like different had, cliques? Uh, multiple, no. You mean like a uh, talent show? What? Well, we had uh, multiple levels in vocal ensembles. Oh, I see, And then sure. we had multiple dance classes, and so we would sort of perform in bigger pageants, I guess, mm-hmm. together. Um, so like for Winterfest, I think every class learned maybe the same Christmas songs, I think, if I remember correctly. And although we never had class together... I think we all performed those same ones yeah. at the same time. We just rehearsed separately and then did it. Yeah, did I think, I think I'm forgetting class. that you guys grew up out here, which is the schools are probably significantly larger than what I was used to. How oh, many yeah. people yes. were in your high school? 3,500. Oh. oh, my gosh. So yeah. oh, call it just shy of 1,000 per class. Yeah. Basically, wow. per grade, yeah, I would say. I think only 400 graduated during okay, my so graduation, a, though. So I, yeah, okay. okay. Yeah. So I, I will stop stalling this out, but now I have a better understanding of what we're yeah. talking and about. And we were it's in big. the school within a school. Right, we were in the magnet within the larger oh, spectrum yeah. of the school. So... Um, I guess we're just drawn to each other. hey <laughs> I mean... It was kind of like fame. <laughs> Come on. Like when you really think about it. Like, like a liberal arts. Yeah. Yeah. It was, was like I mean, kids it was dancing great. in the halls. And All like, the time. Yeah. And we had people come sort of to get their break there. So like Pink performed in our quad before no she kidding. was really yeah. anybody. And she was Alicia Moore or whatever. Yeah. Name I mean, there. I mean, I think she was just starting to be Pink, but like it was, it was a place that they would like test out people with us. Um, and we would have producers come and sort of troll the hallways i guess and like look for kids Isn't to crazy? Yeah, yeah to be the next somebody um well, brandy went to our high school um it's it's talent scouting it's yeah. the same as sports scouting right? right but they're just looking for singers yeah. and dancers and whatever. that makes so much sense like i just hadn't thought of it that way yeah yeah so yeah we went there i mean it wasn't what we aspired to be necessarily but it was um it was a fun experience yeah, for totally. sure i grew up doing theater um and dave grew up in music and so it sort of worked did you ever watch the show Fame, or did you people just make that comparison? Uh, I eventually watched the movie. I was in a oh the movie oh even yeah. better yeah, yeah. okay yeah. I used to watch the TV show and then we worked on Everybody Hates Chris and Debbie Allen was our most popular director so she was there all the time yeah she directed episodes of Scandal there you go yeah <laughs> okay so now you guys have met you're in high school and you just stuck with it we weren't really friends we were kind <laughs> yeah. of acquaintances yeah okay. um we had mutual friends and so every couple yeah. of years we would see each other randomly in the world and then birthday um, parties sounds yeah kind of familiar in that they met and yeah. then there wasn't really something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But clearly there was something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Clearly there yeah. was something. Yeah. Yeah, I had mentioned to a mutual friend that there was something on my end. Like, yeah, I was me like, too. Hey, I'm kind of interested. If, if, yeah. yeah. If she's interested yeah. too. Yeah. I mean, I also said that, but it didn't get back to either of us. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, gosh. So it's fine. It worked out. Yeah. There yeah. was one time she pulled an entire cake out of a purse. That is a true story. And I was yeah. like, I, I'm in love. You're magic. Like yeah. at a restaurant. I am magic. Yes. She was Mary Poppins, and it was yes. someone's birthday. And it wow. was like Here an comes entire the cake. Yeah. yeah. That, yeah. that is really impressive. Yeah. 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 Good, good job on that one. <laughs> Thanks. I try. All right. Well, can we say what you do for a living in that you're in the yeah. costume department yeah. in the film industry? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a costumer. Um, 
it, does that sort of play into it? Because you always seem to have a bag of tricks with stuff. I do, I do I have think some so. tricks. Probably, yeah. I, I like I mean, to be prepared. You came here with a big jug and a bunch of stuff today. Some apparatus. I do. I have my jug. Nobody knows what that means. This is <laughs> what camera we're on. But what? this is my jug. Just to be clear. This is the jug. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, I'm sorry. Yes, it didn't even occur to me. Somebody might have thought otherwise. Um, we offered her a mug or a jug. She chose yes, both. I chose both. A mug I and a jug? To be hydrated. What can I say? This may be skipping ahead, but can we say why you you have to hydrate and why you have to drink that jug? Oh, sure. Because you're converting, right? I am converting, yes. Water into milk. Water into milk, yes. Yeah. One liquid to another. <laughs> <laughs> figure now that we know how you met, we may as well figure out how you had your last kid. <laughs> right. Yeah, should we jump? Yeah, so we... No, so we don't have to, but when, I mean, well, I want to tell that story. Yeah, I mean, it's a story, for sure. <laughs> if nothing else, it's a story. And I feel uh, like when... Were you guys talking about originally doing the show? Was it before our first was born? Ever? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we should maybe start there. Okay. Well, no, it was right after. Because Dawson met, was alive. Yeah. Dawson was alive, and I, I used to feed Dawson a bottle and then leave them in the morning and go to Tranka's or like go to another car event, and that's how we met. Yep. But we never really talked until like Breakfast Club. Yeah, I took pictures of you on the road once. You took pictures of us at like say, cars and coffees. We were and stuff driving like that. somewhere, and you guys were driving past us, and he was sorry, uh, getting a schoolgirl uh, in the front seat. Like, oh, I followed them on Instagram. Yeah, we did too. That was the same. Yeah, thing. and then you guys posted the photo first, I think, and then he was like, "Hey, yeah." yeah. I, what what hit me specifically? All of that stuff was cool, and that's great. But you, there's a lot of that in in LA because we're all sort of interested in the same mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. What then got me even deeper was I had built essentially a version of our car in in the video game, and it was I took a picture of our car on the screen with you know in in the room of our stuff. And then shortly thereafter, this guy did the exact same thing because he yeah. had built his car in the same game <laughs> yeah. as well. Yeah. It was like the same whole thing. And it was like, oh, yeah. okay, well, this is, we've got two yeah. levels here. So right. at some point, we were clearly met to connect. Yeah. yeah, I remember that day. It was storming. And I was like, yeah, we were both inside we playing video games. We were inside we driving cars that we had built that looked just like our real cars. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Hashtag loser. Yes. That's us. I am. Yeah. So that was the day, for me anyway, where it was really more like, oh, there's, there's something here. I was like, well, we got to get to know this guy because we see the car all the time anyway. Mm-hmm. And then, do you remember how, or was it LA Cars and Coffee one time? No, I think it was Trenka's. I was oh, driving, Trenka's. I was trying to find a space, and I hear, 74 Doug! <laughs> and I knew it was you. Because I hashtagged it, yeah. Yeah. So I like started using 74 Doug. I was like, okay, 74 Doug, yeah. that sounds good. T-Bone! Hey, yeah. T-Bone! Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, I had been going to Newcomb's Ranch for like lunch, just going up there for lunch after work or like my work was done on a Friday and then I'd drive home late, Yep. you know, take the long way home. And then you mentioned that you were going to go up there for breakfast. And I was like, that's actually even better. That's totally how I'm it not started. Kind of ditching work. I'm kind of like starting my morning somewhere else and then going to the office. Yes. That's so, how it all started. It yeah. was just, we were going up for breakfast because, and then it was like, Oh, Jose started coming and then he started coming every week. And then every, and then you started coming. It was like this small little core group that was there every week in the beginning. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. It was so much fun. It was, uh, something it, I actually went up there because I had fears of the crest. Oh. I, um, I had friends growing up that lived in Palmdale and we used to go through the crest to get to Palmdale and we liked driving fast up the crest. And there was this one time that we were chasing a friend in a new, um, what was it? A new Celica. And we were in a Chrysler and we were trying to keep up. And I was just a passenger and we kind of wrecked 
in the Celica. So I kind of had a fear. So there was a professor run that went up into Angeles Crest, and that was my first time back. And wow. it had been like 15 years. So I just made it a point. The to professor like, got you back on the horse. Yeah, how I, cool. I just made it a point to like get back up there and try to learn how to drive. And Shout be out to a the professor, driver. though. Well, you also learned to drive stick on the 74 Duck. Yeah. I bought oh, the I 74 duck, that. and I didn't know yeah. how to drive stick. I remember now. Oh, yeah. So how did that work? Because did somebody teach you, or you just sort no, of figured it out? My dad had taught me in an old Sab that I was going to buy at one point. A and Sab? I was like, yeah, Sab, <laughs> Sab, whatever. Where are you from? L.A., Hispanic. <laughs> you say things differently. Um, so he had taught me in this car, and I was like, I'm not going to buy this car. This is just too much. We live, we live in Echo Park, so it was a hilly area. It's like... Oh, it's so you don't want to drive a stick. Yeah. I didn't want to drive a stick, so I ended up buying an automatic, but I always wanted to learn how to drive a stick. And it, it wasn't until I really got into Porsches and going to, like, Lufka Colt 3 <laughs> and seeing all the cars there that I was like, I have to do this. And I just went out and test drove cars not knowing how to t- drive stick. <laughs> and people you had test to drove stick. Oh, yeah. Ship manual cars. Yeah. Were you there? No. <laughs> I was. So I was pregnant at that point with Dawson. Because I remember the game plan was he'd get a Porsche when he turned 35. 35. But then we got pregnant. You, bef- not Dawson. Yeah. Him. Okay. Yeah. So then we got pregnant before he turned 35. And then the thought was like, well, I would hate to like put that on hold because, you know, kids are expensive. Yeah. Um, and so then it was like, just do it now. And then you, it won't, you won't regret. You'll never regret getting it, but you'll regret not getting it. Yeah. Um, That's probably true. So mm-hmm. I remember leaving – I got off work early one day and going down to where he eventually bought one, yeah. like, real pregnant, um, to see, you know, the final the final choice. And he kept wanting me to get in. We kept getting into all these – because there was a there was a couple oh, of them, actually. There was a Targa that, that we liked. And they're just so – they're all so low. And, like, targa. when you're that pregnant – and this was, like, past, like, baby or burrito. Like, I was clearly very pregnant. And I just had to keep, like, getting down to get into it and like, getting back up. And I remember just being like, this is a terrible idea, but I am a very good wife. <laughs> well, we remember thinking that you guys did it wrong. I mean, most people do it the other way around. Or, or not. you know, you sell the car when the baby comes. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I don't – I don't know. I personally just don't feel like you should give up the things that make you happy when you have children because you give up so much when you have children yeah, that, um, you know, it's still – I mean, it took a while for Dawson to ride in the car. Yeah. I don't really fit in it. Um, it's great in Christmas <laughs> photos, but I'm just all leg, and so it's just hard for me. Oh. Um, yeah, so it's it's a tight squeeze. In that you're not you're not comfortable. If you're all leg, wouldn't that be good? Isn't there plenty well, of... Well, in the back seat, it's not comfortable Oh, for my me. Yeah. goodness gracious. Yeah, like putting a baby yeah, in yeah, the front of seat. Not. I don't like, know if Joshie Robots does it. Yeah, like we'd have to put Dawson in the front and then put me in the me. back yeah. and, and then the dog's with us usually, so it's a whole... And then she's you know. sitting in the back with oh, her yes. neck like this and mm. her legs sideways. All twisted, yeah. No. It's a lot. It's no, a lot. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. But we've tried. Yeah, we've tried. And now that we have two kids, I don't know. There would be no way. But, you know... Point being, uh, it's great. It's working out. Uh, it's, you know, too uh, air-cooled later. But, All right. Well, you know. it's trying to 
keep on some sort of. Uh, all right. So back when Breakfast Club was still uh, pretty small, we talked about. I said, well, we were thinking about starting a podcast. A couple of people have asked us if we do yeah. one, and it sort of like led us to like, well, why don't we? Everyone's doing podcasts. It's mm-hmm. easy. You can just get some equipment on Amazon and fucking go. Uh, uh, and I remember asking you, like, what do you think? How should we do it? And you're like, what are you going to talk about? And we're like, we don't know because we don't want to just do this or just do that. Yeah. You know, typical, typical, <laughs> typical us. Uh, and here uh, we are. <laughs> do you remember all of that? Do you remember, like, well, it's I was hard like, to remember so things scared and asking. It, everything's so smoky. But I do remember us having the conversation about equipment. And I was like, go for it. Just do it. I've got microphones in my basement yeah. that I'm not using. I've got cables if you need anything. And it kind of fizzled out. And then next thing I knew, you were like, yeah, I'm doing it. Like, we're, we're going to do it. I was like, okay, that that's awesome. Like, anytime I hear of someone wanting to do something creative, I'm always going to encourage them. Yeah. Because, you know, if someone's motivated to do something, why bring them down? Why, like, talk them down from it? Like, just put, help them push forward. So I'm so happy that you've done this like i'm uh. pretty impressed <laughs> yeah. yeah super impressed can you believe that it's this i mean uh, it doesn't look the same on tv but we're in the same room that we've always been in yeah right. it doesn't look the same at all yeah it's wild right yeah. yeah i told you that that was really due in part to the the desk and chairs arriving because when they right. did it changed it everything. looked yeah <laughs> It just looked ridiculous. <laughs> it looked so ridiculous that we had to go. I mean, we wanted to eventually get to this. We just thought this would be like a couple years down the run and somebody else would be paying for it. It would be in a studio. Right. <laughs> you know. All right. So somehow work. that got talking about us. Sorry about that. <laughs> uh, uh, um, but the reason you even knew any of that stuff was because of music. Yeah. <clears throat> I know that you're doing some stuff now that I'd like to talk about. But also, where did the music stuff start with you? Why is, why is music important to you? So I, I grew up in a very religious household. Um, and we went to church three days a week. And, oh, very um, religious. Yeah, very religious. Two times on Sunday, sometimes three times on Sunday. So if it was only two times a week, would that not be very religious? I would have challenged yeah. it, but I'm um, now going in full agreement. This sounds very... And how very, many times yeah. on Sunday, though? Up to three times on Sunday. That's so there was like yeah. super early morning. My parents were in the leadership at church, and then there was regular service. Then everyone goes out to lunch and then comes back for the night service. So I would always sit by the stage at church. And it, it, it's kind of a mega church, and there are three aud- two auditoriums. One seats 3,500 people. The other one seats 1,800 people. That's a mega church. Um, and it's, it was the largest Hispanic church in L.A. at that time. I don't know if it still is. But it's, um, it's an Echo Park. Um, just look up Sister Amy or Foursquare. But I grew up within the organization, and you just had to get involved. You can't just like sit there and mm. and, and just uh, worship the whole time because you <laughs> kind of get tired of it. It gets old, especially for kids, right? Um, and, and they had kids. yeah, and they had a really good music program. Like all mm-hmm. the worship people that worked on stage and sound people were really proficient in what they did. And I just eventually got my hands dirty and moved equipment, and then ended up working on um, the soundboard. And then became a worship leader. Um, the best musicians yeah. I know and have ever met all came up through church, through yeah. worship, yeah. Mm-hmm. through gospel. Just the type of plan, the connection to the source or something. I don't know exactly what it is, but yeah. I think it's, cho- the, it's like riding a motorcycle in the dirt. If you grew up in the dirt, you can ride anywhere. Yeah, and it's it's also right. the practicing all the time. You're, Maybe you're performing. That's you're well, you're worshiping, but you're also performing it. You have to play it well. You can't just like go up there and wing it. 
And um, there were a lot of different worship leaders growing up in the church that would take me under their wing and let me play keys or let me play bass or let me play acoustic rhythm. Or eventually I was in a youth choir that like started touring all over LA. <laughs> wow. Um, and then it just grew from there. Um, eventually when I left the church, because that's a different story, but I left the church <laughs> because things just weren't working out at that yeah. location, went to a different church, things didn't really work out there, but... Um, <laughs> I just You're left so music funny. altogether, found a different career path. Uh, at least for a bit. Yeah, for a bit. At least, yeah. least career-wise, maybe. Yeah. But, but you're getting back into, you've kept it alive. Yeah, for many years, we, um, we owned a boutique in Echo Park called Feeding Birds Boutique. And we would have, we were Mid-century stuff, yeah. very cool stuff. Yeah. We were very involved with the um, <laughs> Echo Park Art Walk. We are kind of, not co-chairs, but like a, a huge part of it. It was one of our um, employees um, that wanted a... To like start, uh, to sort start of, sort it, of and we kind of pushed her to do it. So we helped her organize it. Um, I'm trying to think. We did two the first year. I want to say we did four or five in total. I can't yeah. remember, but it started with like eight businesses, and I th- I want to say we were up to something insane, like fifty by the end of it because wow. it just kept stretching further and further and the map kept getting bigger and bigger and then it sort of got too far out of our reach yeah. um, and big. then it was hard people would complain that they were so far out that they weren't getting enough foot traffic but mm-hmm. we couldn't you control that ways. you know we had food trucks we have like yeah it's uh, the look visual arts complaints. yeah right have, how big can it be and still be the thing that it is so yeah we had and live it, I mean, bands great, performing in our but we had bands, driveway and so that's sort of where they've kind of got back into it a little bit and mm-hmm. we had a home recording studio so if we had friends that were in bands he would record for them i would record um, demos for them yeah, we would so like you were always stayed in and around it. Yeah, that yeah. sounds so familiar, doesn't it? And you were in a couple of bands, and yeah, yeah, but never really applying yourself to actually like you know. It wasn't about. It like, was always going to stay a hobby. Yeah, it was a hobby. Okay, right. I didn't want it to become something that would disappoint me again because I had already oh. been in a band that, you know, we, we were on the wrenching. on the verge of like going on tour and and, and getting signed, that. and I really wanted it at the time. And it was just so disappointing for it to like fall apart right after you hear that like you're on this compilation album and you're going to go on this tour. We're recording this live album. It's that thing you do. It's when and they're it's like, like, oh, they're going to yes. go and they're going to go yeah. to the coast and make a movie, the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. And I had already toured with like Christian bands locally and like <laughs> no. up and down California coast. We had flown to Mexico and played in plazas and like done a bunch of other stuff like Good that. Grief. So mm-hmm. it was the progression of everything that I had worked towards and it just like crumbled just one day just everything just fell apart so i never wanted to get back into it when that happened when it Uh, sort of went away i was young i was like 19 (laughs) gosh yeah it's an impressionable time but i but i had been on stage from like the age of 13 so from 13 and 19 i was on stage you were already seasoned yeah god that is so wild and you've played music a lot longer than that i mean the piano you had at home yeah i my parents wouldn't well, let me go outside and play piano. I mean, go outside and play with kids because it was like a bad neighborhood. <laughs> it was Echo Park back in the <laughs> 80s and 90s. So we had this piano that we rescued from my aunt's house that had burned. And uh, <laughs> I taught myself how to play piano by ear and just like listening to music and just trying to like. One of the more recent out. times I saw you was at the Montijo's house. And yeah. they have a lovely, beautiful piano. Beautiful piano. And I heard you play, and I was so impressed with how good you were. Yeah. I had no idea. I still think I'm just mediocre. Um, I play he the says same that songs too. all Y'all the time. Y'all are modest. It's yeah. fine. You're yeah. both great. 
Yeah, I can't yeah. read music. I can I just play anything I've ever heard, which is probably similar to you. Yeah, yeah. I, I can, can I can hear a song and then like I know how what the melody is. Yep. I can break down. You the can melody deconstruct and, it. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it, it was never something that I I wanted. To, I didn't want to be a pianist. I wanted right. to be. But you I wanted to be a bass player with, for whatever reason. Really? And my parents were like, no. Is that what but you're doing now? That isn't even what you originally... I mean, you played guitar. I played guitar. But the band needed a bass player. Yeah. But then he got and into so it. And so he became so a bass player. So I was player. like, all right, I'll pick up the bass. Can't be that difficult. No, nothing wrong with that, too. Yeah. But so, okay. Well, <laughs> should we just tell... I mean, the professor and, yeah. and Motor Co., Kevin, mm-hmm. and you... Yeah. Who else? Anybody else? I think that's, that's it. Just the three of you right yeah. now. All right. Are, are, have started a band. Yeah. And because of or that, are starting a band. we're definitely starting a band. Um, they've already started practicing without me just because I've been at home yeah. being Mr. Mom. Right. Um, yeah. We'll get to that in a few minutes. <laughs> but I did. I, I had a giant Ampeg that I had to get rid of because it just didn't fit in any car. And if we're going to be a Porsche van, I want to be able to like yep. lug my equipment in my air-cooled car so this like giant four stack 410 speaker oh, ampeg isn't going to fit anywhere it didn't even fit in the in the uh, macan that i had borrowed <laughs> at one point no. so i downgraded it and i have a smaller <laughs> yeah. yeah let's be fair yeah. barely fit in our house that thing has floated around from like <laughs> studios to people's houses yeah. to also the garages. equipment doesn't need to be that big anymore I mean, not for anymore. what you're doing no yeah. they, they can move so much more power through smaller pieces and i think we've had it in four different Two apartments and two houses. Yeah, and it just keeps rolling around, and every once in a while it gets used. But <laughs> yeah, for for a long time it, it was stuck at some guy's studio because I never picked it up, and eventually I was like, I got to get my equipment back. <laughs> well, so what's the plan? Are you guys going to be the new stores. house band for this show? No, what what is the? <laughs> That'd what be you fun. Guys... I was actually thinking that today when be we awesome. got here, at least an episode or two. Because Kevin uh, wrote the theme song for the, that that we're using currently oh, yeah. a long, long time ago. Yeah. For, Literally way back when Johnny was when there was a changing of the guard, so it's that old mm. from that, uh, and it's why we're using it. But we would certainly change it if you guys had something else. Yeah, well, I guess we'll see. All I'll right, to talk to them. Cool. I'm yeah. I'm excited for you. I think yeah. it's great. <clears throat> you know, Kevin has been around the musical block before, and yeah. so right. has the professor. Yeah, uh, in different in different, different capacities. Ways, yeah. yeah. Um, so I mean, I guess what I'm saying here is like, be careful what you wish for because this could become a. Th- Thing. That's sort of yeah. how this group is. You know, we kind of like, what? and then I flash a little idea him. out there, and totally. then it's like a, what the fuck? And now here we are. Yeah. No, totally. I, I didn't think that, and then I heard Kevin's songs. He's and good. I, yeah. And I was like, holy crap, like, how are these not on the radio now? Right. Um, so I, like, made it a point to, like, teach myself five songs a night, and I taught oh, myself wow. just in our home studio, because I still have a small setup, and I, I would just play with them, and then, like, you know, baby duty kind of took over but sure. i think um next year yeah have a couple seems, months 2020 he's real hesitant to get back into anything that's going to take up a lot of time this one does yeah, yeah. because well, we don't have a lot of time no. you know i work he works got two kids we have a real neglected dog we have a, <laughs> a cat who's just fine with us neglecting him and <laughs> you know the cars the tar- cars take up time too mm-hmm. all right well bouncing around then Back to Breakfast Club. Uh, one day, we were doing a... I think it was a Breakfast Club, and you didn't make it. And you said, oh, I'm not going to come today. Okay, great. And then, um, <clears throat> oh, my gosh. This is important. It was the day this stuff arrived. Yeah. It was literally the day the shipping 
company came with this stuff and we had mm-hmm. gone to breakfast club and we'd come back down the hill and we're so excited and the it was whole that thing. day Holy and God. we were and this guy had come and the stuff was in the living room and uh and then i got a, a message from freddie uh, owner of newcombs saying oh my god uh jay is david okay and i was like David, who? What the hell is this? I mean, my life's great. What are you talking about? And I looked at the pictures and I was like, oh, he thinks this is David Torres. And I zoomed in and saw the stickers on the glass that I helped you put on. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my goodness. What happened that day, David? So <laughs> The day the 74 yeah. went down. <laughs> so Thursday evening, I get a call from a client that they're, they're a law firm, and their equipment was down. So just so people know, I work in um, – I, I sell and, and lease uh, hardware for law firms, financial institutions, and for um, entertainment companies. So print equipment. So I, I consult companies on printing. And um, they needed – it's so stupid. They needed toner. So I was like, okay, we can't overnight it. At this point, I don't have a technician in that area tomorrow morning. I'll drop it off. So I didn't go to breakfast club. So I can go to the office, work a little bit, and then head over to this client out in Lancaster. Right. And on the way back, it had been raining in L.A. that whole day. But it was clear in Lancaster. Like, the, the, the sky was completely clear. Not a cloud in sight. The sun was out. So I decided to take the road that I had hadn't been on in a long time which was the lancaster side of the roads that lead up to um lower tahanga and upper tahanga where i had my coming in from the palmdale side when you were a kid right so i had i hadn't driven past that wreck site in like 15 years and i decided that day to pass i didn't know this part yeah i never that's how weird it is because i (laughs) i was a passenger on the other end and then eventually wrecked on the end closer to home so I, I drove up. It was clear. I got to the top where you eventually get to Angeles Crest Highway. I drove down. Um, there's that fork in the road with that rest stop on the left where there's like park rangers. Angeles and Forest Highway. Yeah, it started getting foggy and stormy. So I slowed down. Eventually caught up with some cars that were much slower than me. And everything was fine. It was just like a, a slow cruise down the hill. I wasn't really driving recklessly anymore because I usually do that when it's clear. Right. Um, uh, he doesn't mean that. Yeah. <laughs> so we got down to the bottom. We're at that first light, which is the last light before you head up. This is the, the country, country club. club. Yeah. There's a wind, sweeping bend there. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it opens up into two lanes and it's still raining. And I, I pass two cars on their left. Where it opens up. Them. Yeah. It opens up. Mm-hmm. Um, I must have, been, must have been going like 35 or 40 from a stop. Because you were at the light. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's important um, to note because somebody could be cooking around that bend. But if you oh, yeah, stop at that, that light, happen. you can't be going can't very fast by the bend. It's and there. It, it also doesn't open up till you're almost at the bend. So I was almost at the bend, passed them on the left. And as I'm passing the car that was the slowest, which is the, the first car, because um, we were three vehicles, my car just like completely lost control. I tried to correct the steering and it was like nothing was there. It was like air, no sound, no road feel. And you could usually feel the road. And, um, <laughs> like it was been the, yeah. like, <laughs> must have been the weirdest shit ever. I yeah. can't even imagine. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, 
it everything was super slow and it felt like it was going to be okay but i hit the side of the hill and that's what scooped up my front end the front dug in right yeah Mm -hmm. and it scooped me up and i just started rolling and i remember seeing the sky three times so we're coming around the bend this way and then something happens so it shoves the front into into the, the hill because it can now you continue the spin mm-hmm. and then that and then it just that is what yeah yeah and then over and over again yeah. at least three times you said yeah. at you least three times. sky at least three times yeah. it sounds like a cartoon yeah, looking it felt at the like car, a rolled and rolled and rolled. Yeah, it, it didn't like, feel real. When you're like, to, just when you're describing the feeling of it, I was like envisioning like Roger, I bet like turning a steering wheel, like yeah. right, attached yeah. to it. Attached to that. Like <laughs> when I initially yeah. hit the side of the hill, it was like, oh, the front end, and then it was like, oh, okay, I'm seeing floor above me through the windshield, and then the sky and the floor and the sky. Mm-hmm. So eventually, it, the car stops. All the cars stop. Um, I couldn't open my doors. I had to open the sunroof, climbed out the sunroof. I was climbed fine. out the sunroof. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I was fine. It, it was just well, like, it landed on its wheels. Mm-hmm. Right. Did you, did the you wheels that? that it were still there. Right. There were only two there. That's a good point. And I still don't know. <laughs> Do we know why? Is was it the wheel that maybe cracked? I and... don't know. No. Well, when the police got there, they were slipping around. It felt like there was something on the surface. Oh, okay. Of the road. Um, and someone had stopped and said, oh, you crashed here too. Uh, there's rumors that there's a resident that sprained something on the road. I don't know if that's true. Oh my gosh. I don't know if the cops mm-hmm. believe that. But some bystander, someone that was driving by, right. mentioned that to us and the cops. Um, first responders were shocked that nothing was wrong with me. Like three I days later, he came out of the shower and he was like, look, I found a scratch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I had like pointed at his, his calf. <laughs> I was like, oh, look, you found a scratch. Holy goodness I mean, his gracious. glasses were like shattered. shattered. Um, I had a briefcase with me with all my client files. They were all over the road and some guy in a pickup truck stopped and he like picked every single document, every contract awesome. up, all my client files. Correct me if I'm wrong, but one of those wheels was never even found. No, correct? we never found it. I mean, it went. Yeah, it's gone, gone. It's gone. It's in the pool of the country club, guys. It's fine. Right. <laughs> it's fine. Who knows? I, I went back and I I looked for the wheel just on the road to see if I could find it, and I, I never found it. No, yeah, that's so weird. Wow. Well, thank God you're okay. And yeah. then you were okay. And that, that's I, I the, was the, fine. Answer, the answer is you were okay. Yeah. It was just a really freak accident. I, I wish it hadn't happened, but then again, I'm kind of glad it did because I – it, it's just a reminder mm. of how like delicate life can be and to like respect the crest, you know, mm-hmm. like I wasn't, I wasn't lead footing it. I wasn't like driving fast, but it was enough to remind me to respect the crest. And when I go up there, like count my blessings, like That's be respectful of the crest, mm-hmm. be mindful of other people on the road. Don't cross the yellow line. So it was like a, just a reminder of like all these things that, it's we all the stuff know. that we that we preach, yeah. 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 I mean, the whole group up there is so respectful. Totally. I mean, I think that's one of the reasons yeah. we're allowed to, you know, go up there every week right. at five miles an hour over the limit. Right. Um, <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, back in town now. Well, geez, should we? Because there's kind of a tie-in here. Uh, you mentioned that the first car you got right before Dawson was born. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then this incident happened. Mm-hmm. Right. I went home and started looking for another car. Like right away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did, w- did you, uh, mm-hmm. and then how did the timing of it all work out? Because so I don't believe I had we been knew, shopping. I don't believe we knew other no, information about Alex at that point. No. You had one kid and one Porsche and you just wrecked yeah. that Porsche. Yeah. 
So that day in my hunt, I found a bunch of like Cayennes and Macan. So I was like just saving cars that I like. And I don't know why I called the dealer and I tried negotiating over the phone. I usually negotiate over the phone before I walk into the dealer. It's just smarter that way. I'm in sales. I don't want to waste the sales guy's time. I don't want to waste my time. I'd rather get to the point and try to figure out if we can meet somewhere in the middle. Guys, he loves it. It's fair for me and for the sales guy. That's a good deal. I don't know if you understand how much he loves it. Yeah. Just the hunt. No, he loves negotiating with that. Like, he loves the whole thing. (laughs) It's why he likes Maybe. his job because he can he gets to win. No, but something. it's also a win-win. The customer, That's a good business. The customer is a win-win. gets what they need sure. and what they want, sure. and at the end of the day, they sign the dotted line because Mutually what they're getting beneficial. works for them and is fair. Um, and it's also fair for me because it's well, a I'm not new saying client. that you you win with time, your client. I don't want to get stuck yeah. on this. Sorry, yeah. I'm saying <laughs> you win like other bids or whatever. Like from yeah, companies. totally. Yeah. I was watching someone else do it. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> so yeah. So that day I hunted for a car. I found a Cayenne. I saved it. I didn't find any air cooled cars, but I figured maybe I'll get into a Cayenne. And um, that was Friday. Sunday was Mother's Day. So we we were thankful that I was still around for Mother's Day. Yep, big deal. Um, Wednesday morning, she's Tuesday. getting up yeah, to go to work. <laughs> and she wakes me up. And it was like, Dave, you're going to be a dad again. I don't even remember what it was, but it was like, we're expecting another kid. I don't remember that at all, but okay. You don't remember waking <laughs> me up? How do you remember it? Cause I don't. I, I've never thought of it. Wow. I've never I remember about it, it because I was like... I'll go buy that Cayenne today. <laughs> I seriously That's got hilarious. up. Because now emails. I have an excuse to get a baby yeah. mover. Yeah. yeah. I checked my emails and I was like, we're having a second kid. We have to lug like maybe a second stroller and all these extra bags and yep. toys and second yeah. car seat. I'll get the Cayenne. So I called <laughs> the dealer again and I negotiated and I got the price I liked. Yeah. So, But he traded in his daily driver. Right. Yeah. Right. And then, you know, did that. So he was I still on the it, hunt for I was still on the hunt the for an air cooled car. You know. I just didn't think I'd find one as quickly as I did because I found one within 30 days. Yeah, and essentially got it again. The same thing. This, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got another. You keep getting a guards. brand new 911 right before you have a baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, both. Uh, yeah, Guards Red. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so 74 Duck RIP. Guards Red is a beautiful car that you love very much, but we had right. some engine issues. But you've yeah. taken all of the stuff apart and out, and you're about to go take it in for service. I, I will say that if it weren't for Joe Maxwell and for Kevin and for Nico over at uh, Sublime, I wouldn't have been encouraged or had the motivation to take it apart myself. Oh, that's to, awesome. To try to learn it because these yeah, guys were like, like super hands on. and helped and... Yeah. That's yeah. so cool. That's so yeah. awesome. So Breakfast Club has introduced me to a lot of really cool people that are super helpful. That's amazing. Um, yeah. Shout so, out to those guys. That's yeah, definitely. so awesome. Yeah. Joe Maxwell and Kevin came over. We took the engine Kevin apart. Hunter. Yeah, Kevin Hunter. We took the engine out. We separated the, you know, the car. We... It was in my driveway. I didn't know what I was looking at. These guys knew what they were looking at. Yeah. Um, and they really helped me out along the way. That's so awesome. And then man. anytime I needed like a tool that I didn't own, Nico would tell me either what to buy or tell me to come by the shop and borrow it. You guys so are a good awesome. group. Yeah. I love stories like that. Yeah. yeah. So Guards Rad will be back on the road at some point. Yeah. It's disassembled in boxes now. I boxed up more than half of it in my driveway 
last night. I ran out of daytime or daylight, so I'll box up the rest this weekend. And um, I, I found a, a builder that was recommended from by people over at Breakfast Club. Awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Can't, um, wait. can't wait for that. And yeah. I love that you're still coming up anyway, because you've even gotten a different daily driver again since that car. Yeah. You're back to a you're well, in a Beamer it now. It was a lemon. Yeah, yeah that was a whole that was a whole thing. That was uh, special. That's a story for a whole other day. <laughs> yeah, that's because yeah. there are that's so many facets to that one. Um, but what we need to get to, and we're already over the hour. Don't care. There's. I want to tell this story. <laughs> I mean, we could come back to that story. It's fine. You want to come back? For I that mean, story? it's up to you. I, I think we should. T- I think we, we should tell, tell the story. Tell the story. Uh, I would like to know. Nicole's like, I really want to know. I do. How? Well, okay. This time last year, we saw you at the last Breakfast Club of the mm-hmm. year. We had mm-hmm. our Santa hats on, and it was just adorable. Yeah. Everything was great. You were there. Yeah. And it was, okay, well, next time we see you, you know, in a couple of weeks. Like, maybe it'll be next week, but Alex probably won't and whatever. Yeah. But I think it might have been, like, the next day. So what happened? Well, what happened was <laughs> we, uh, yeah, we inadvertently um, had our second child at home <laughs> before the paramedics arrived. Um, I've watched six seasons of Call the Midwife, so <laughs> I, I know what to do. Um, it was real intense. Um, I feel so silly because I'm the kind of person that like doesn't like to be a bother, and so I didn't want to get to the hospital super early and have them send us away. And it's hard when you also have a toddler with you, you know, because we ended up having um, two under two, which also karma, um, because I they don't talk recommend that, right? So much smack not about people that? that that have done that in the past, and like, hey, look, it me. Um, but it was actually, I don't know, we were very lucky to have both of our kids um and it took a long time to get pregnant the first time and so we thought let's have this other one before i'm too mm-hmm. old to do it or i'm too whatever or we don't have time or well, let's at least happen. try in the meantime yeah so yeah. um so we are pretty much faster than we expected to um but i'm really as our kids have been getting older i'm really happy with the age gap because mm. i feel like if it were i mean i could have gone like she was two weeks early, so I could I could have gone two more weeks, you know. Right. And he was two weeks early, so I could have gone two more weeks on that too. Um, could have let them marinate a little bit longer. Um, I'm I'm you happy. Must just with, run hot. You must just I cook just a little was warm. Was ready. Yeah, I was I really ready. The They're also big kids. Um, okay. But ha- so so yeah. So this wasn't planned. We no. didn't plan to have a, a, a baby at home. So uh, no, I guess I was in labor for two days and didn't realize. You it. really don't like to complain. No. We oh, had- don't worry about me. I'm fine. I'm fine. She well, had an I, OB appointment I had that appointment, morning. Um, the day before. Was it the day before? It was on Thursday. Okay. Um, and I, my OB was out of town for the holidays because, you know, Christmas. And <laughs> for weeks I was like, guys, she's going to be early. It's going to be a thing. And they're like, don't worry. You're being silly. <sighs> Hold your roll. So <laughs> I went to this appointment and I told them, I was like, hey, these Braxton Hicks, which are the pre-contractions to get your uterus ready to, you know, have a baby in there. Um, I'm like, they're getting real intense, you guys. Real intense. And the doctor was like, oh, well, you know, like, can you walk through them and talk through them and, like, continue to do – and I was like, yeah, it's not like having a baby. Like, it's fine. And she was like, okay, then you're good. So they – So the next day – If I may, though, having – I mean, we – so they – 
<laughs> it wasn't Braxton Hicks. It was really oh, labor. Oh, no, that was real it labor, was really guys. Labor. <laughs> yeah, I was in labor for two days. Um, and then they kept saying, like, well, if, if they're not timing out, like, time them. And if they're not timing out consecutively at five-minute increments, then it's not labor. And I was like, okay. So there'd be, like, one at five minutes. next one would be, like, 20 minutes. And then, like, 15. And then seven. And then 30. And I'm like, okay, it's just Braxton Hicks. Fine. Um, I got a toddler who's crawling over me. Also, she was trying to kill me from the inside out because I also got low blood pressure and vertigo from it. So oh. I was fainting. Um, it was a whole thing. It was super fun. Um, my... It wasn't fun. No, it was not fun. Um, my... There was one time we were at Breakfast Club and we're talking to Kevin Hunter yeah. she about parenting. I didn't hit and, the floor. And she looked at me and I was like, oh, she's going to pass out. And she passed out and I had to hold her at, yeah. uh, at the bar. At the bar. Yeah. And Kevin was like, I guess she didn't like my parenting story. <laughs> so he I was like, literally <laughs> thought, no, you guys, he literally thought that I had tuned him out because he was telling his kid that if he didn't stop whining, <laughs> they were going to leave. And I was just blacking out. Yeah. I didn't know what was happening. But I came was, around the bread after this so happened. He was so relieved to find out that that wasn't why I started, <laughs> started to out. ignore him. Yeah, so that would just happen a lot. So she would All get the these, like, she would stand up or she would just be laying in bed and the world was not just spinning this way. It was spinning this way. This way as well, yeah. Oh, um, and yeah. I continued to work through that. Um, and everything, like all the doctors that I went to, none of them would put me on a disability. Um, so in entertainment industry, you don't have maternity leave, right. but you can get state disability because you pay into it. Um, uh, and so they wouldn't put me out, um, even though everything on the list like that I wasn't supposed to do was my job description. Like, don't be around steam. Well, I'm a costumer. I steam clothes. Yeah. Uh, don't lift, don't lift yeah. heavy things. Don't climb up ladders, which don't, we do all, all the time. Everything. Don't go up and down stairs. Oh, I'm like, well, the dressing the rooms trailer, are upstairs. Yeah, like, uh, uh, So it was great. Uh, my favorite. <laughs> P.S. is my favorite. Um, so, so anyway, so we're there, and they're saying that um, it's not labor. You know, it's just Braxton Hicks. And... The next day, I think our nanny called out sick, so we took Dawson. No, we took Dawson to swim class. Oh, that's right. And I'm just like, just trying to chug along at this point, like at the pool. And I keep asking her, like, are you sure you're okay? And I'm like, it's fine, it's fine. And he wanted to go to the mall, and so we're like trekking through the mall. And I'm just like, what did we go to the mall? If I may, you're essentially it's like keeping a pimple from poppet you're trying to hold this baby in at this point right I labor mean, is saying it's time realize. to come out well, and you're like, like it, i'm good I mean, i'm just good. contractions is literally just like stomach cramps essentially so it's i mean it's the same it as like eating bad ready? like mexican food i mean doesn't it mean you're ready yes yeah but but the braxton hicks are toning your muscles the whole pregnancy so like some people just i mean i had them my whole pregnancy um and it can happen if you don't oh, drink enough water I or if you're it's like training doing it's too so much just one day it wasn't braxton hicks anymore it it, it had turned oh, and wow. i didn't realize and i don't know how much you want to go into how babies uh uh are let's, born let's but just get to the surprise of it okay all. so basically <laughs> I was ready. Um, And so we put Dawson down to bed, and I got into bed. It was around 10-something at night, and I got one very big contraction that I, like, reach over and grab his arm, and my water broke. This is it! Yeah. This is it. And so the plan was either his parents come and watch Dawson, or – I mean, that's the plan in general. Like, they would watch him, um, but our – 
depending on what time it was, my water broke or whatever, like our friend Hannah, who lives closer to us, would come and either watch him at our house or meet us at the hospital um, at Cedars and, and take him back to the house until they can get there because they live in Selmar and it's um, far. And so he calls his parents. They understand it's time to come. Like, we've got to go bag. Like, we're fine. You know, yeah, the bags are in the car. But so I, I, I figured something was Yeah, like we like soon. knew like it was coming, but he had just come home and talked about a coworker or an old coworker whose wife was sent back home three times. Yeah, and that's I'm what you like, hear every time. I don't want to be that person. It's my second kid. Like I know what's happening. Uh, P.S. I was super excited for the epidural. You guys, <laughs> I wanted it the oh, minute no, we got it. there because the first time I waited till the last minute, I could wait. And I was like, I don't know what to do. I'm like throwing up and convulsing because of the pain and i'm like no i'm fine and he's like just give it to her why wouldn't you yeah i mean so i got it uh fine um and this time i was like i'm gonna get it the minute i get there like i'm not even gonna wait (laughs) going on vacation i mean so we Uh, call our friend hannah the call keeps dropping no she isn't answering she's asleep obviously because mm -hmm. it's past 10 she's a normal human um and doesn't answer and i go into the back of our uh, into our restroom to make sure like am i crazy like did I just pee myself? That's what the pregnant people do. Like, right. maybe it wasn't my water breaking, you know. You're telling yourself anything in this exactly. statement, right? Yeah. Sure. Um, and a few minutes into it, and I'm, I'm just yelling for him. I'm like, you, we're not going to make it. Just call an ambulance. Uh, and, so, and luckily, they're so close to us. And so he calls, but we don't have great service at our house. And the call drops. So then he calls again. And at that point, I think we just delivered this we just baby. Delivered the baby. And are then you in the he tub? went back. Where are you? Where is this in the we're, bathroom? It's still? in our. Yeah, so we don't have a tub in our bathroom. Okay. So it's just like we're in our. We have a very tiny bathroom. And right, we're but you're just on the it. tile floor of this tiny bathroom. Basically, or whatever. Okay. yeah. Um, <laughs> nice I'm cool like, space. Right, I'm just like leaning up against anything I can I, lean up against. All I know is we need point. hot water and towels. That's what I feel <laughs> right, every show yeah. I've ever seen. So <laughs> Dave pulls again. The bathroom is so small. Um, it is smaller than the studio. Don't get any ideas. <laughs> I might move in right here. Uh, she was going to pump on the air. We said, no, you can't. I know, I was. Um, so Davis just like pulled the towels off the hook that are there and give them to me to wrap her up in. Yeah. And him, he goes and gets a nasal aspirator from our son's room. And so we can get her to start crying because she wasn't crying at first. Because you've been through all this before, you yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, we know. But also, your parents like, already, you TV, know what to do. You know, right. Yeah, like we know they need to breathe. Um, so <laughs> we got that. We got that. I've delivered kittens before, you guys. It's fine. Um, I have a professional. Although he's getting all the credit from from that day on, he I got don't understand why all I get the, the credit. credit. All I did was catch all the credit. You t- I- seriously? Yeah. All it was was the baby's coming. I've got to like lay my arms out where I can don't catch let it the fall. baby. Don't Basically, let the baby fall. Don't let it fall. And then wrap it in a towel and hand it back to yeah. mom. But you I are so awesome. Within... Do you know how many guys would have been like, I did my part. No. <laughs> but I think I didn't do anything between my water breaking. And her minutes. being born, it was eight minutes. Oh yeah, my so god, that was so to, fast. That's yeah. like a record short labor, though. Yeah, we had. Yeah, I mean, well, I guess there's no labor. It? It's just a delivery. Because was, like was I in labor days. for two days? Like, yeah. who knows? Oh. You know. That's so, right. I guess you were. It was a quick delivery. Yes, it was a quick delivery. And and Dawson's delivery was quick. It was like thirty minutes once mm-hmm. we really started to make make it happen. You know, for a guy with no kids, labor mm-hmm. is essentially dilation, right? That's the point where yes. we're like, oh, I'm going to make this thing yes. ready so to shoot something. You out have it. to be a certain number of inches or centimeters dilated. Yeah, yeah. They usually no one has ever checked me. P.S. Both no pregnancies, one her, no one's both ever checked. I don't know if that's ever. a compliment. Ever. I don't know what that is. I don't no, know no, either. They, they've checked her, know. but no, no, they've right nev- before no, no, labor. No, they've never. They did ever? They've never checked. <laughs> I've had two children. No one has ever checked I to see how many centimeters check. dilated I was. I thought they never. just didn't check before <laughs> labor. Nope. Because here's the thing, you guys. My son was two weeks that's early. It's me. Right. 
if they had checked me two days before at my appointment, they know I would, would have known. known that he was going to be born on Saturday. Oh, interesting. If they had checked me on Thursday, they would have known she was going to be born tomorrow. Oh, but because you it was two weeks early. Because I mean, you can sort of gauge, you know, open. how much, yeah. yeah, how how much longer they think. I mean, some people stay at like three centimeters for two days, or whatever, and then they induce, and then you know they make it happen. But yeah, really, I didn't. Have no problem. Yeah, really, <laughs> I don't have the problem. Um, so it was. Awesome. Uh, uh, ambulance finally got there. At this point, my son is but like just in thinking, tears on, in his crib. It's been I, really loud. Yeah. I have to be, everyone uh-huh. else at home is probably yeah. Worried, so I have to be the guy to mm-hmm. ask. Messy? It's messy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, everything oh, that yeah. was in you is coming out of uh-huh. you, right? Yeah. yeah. And the kid yeah. is just sort of one of those things. Right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, and then, so you Do also. Do you have a bath mat in there? There was a bath there mat. There was. Um, it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. There was a bath mat. Yeah. Um, R.I.P. Beth Matt. Um, it's, Can it you was ever move from this home now? So like, are you never. permanently so, attached? So here's this the thing. This is my childhood home that we bought. So, so now oh we're my never gosh. Yes. Yeah. Never. Oh, and we wow. get So the ambulance gets there. I've already, I've also delivered the placenta at that point, which is another thing you have what to a, do. What a champ. Um, right. So we're so already frying that up for when the scissors. guys get here. Mm-hmm. No, we, we planted trees with them, actually, with my Beautiful. sons and my daughters. So we've got a lime tree and a lemon tree. Um, you my guys are mom awesome. planted a jacaranda. <laughs> yeah. Cute. Cute. Um, thank you. Uh, so <laughs> paramedics get there. They give him some scissors. They clamp. He gets to cut the cord at least. No photos. Because, like, what are we going to do? Hey, can you take it? Thanks. So they and have then to you get us to the hospital. For the rest of your life. Is right. that your bathroom? <laughs> right. So we have to go to the hospital because, you know, no one was there with us delivering this baby. Um, so, so we get in the ambulance. Out, so you do well, whatever they have to do. Um, oh, so we get in the ambulance. <laughs> and David has Dawson with us in the ambulance. And I've got Dylan. And and the, at that point, the paramedic, paramedic was like, do you want a photo? <laughs> we're like sure so we give him my phone like you can't see the baby because i'm just trying to keep her warm like dawson is like in tears because he has no idea what's going on this was not supposed to happen not supposed no. to happen all our neighbors From, are out like watching. Is she thinking is she okay right, right. Yeah. like yeah. Oh, something horrible might um, have happened yeah oh, dawson God, no. calls um ambulances we use because of the sound that the siren makes and so for the long time it's like oh no we you oh no baby and now it's fine um but mm-hmm. we're in the ambulance and david goes well, we can never sell this house now. And I think because of the mess, and he's like... Oh, like a breaking down <laughs> situation. No, the emotional attachment. We have to yes. disclose. Right, yes. A child was born in master bathroom, but... I mean, then I realized he was being Tiny sweet. Master. Tiny master. It's fine. I love it. I think it's <laughs> remarkable. Yeah. I think it's remarkable. I think you guys are both probably stronger for it. Yeah. Um, oh, I think it's incredible. Yeah. Also, like, don't ever tell me I can't do anything. Like, I get that vibe from you. You're yeah. no bullshit. <laughs> I try. I'm I mean, so we, grateful. That's why we get along. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just, I'm going to do what I'm going to do, I guess. And my body's going to do what it's going to do. And. Uh, even after the fact pumping, like I'm at work pumping on set while we work and people are like, what's that sound? Is that a cell phone? And I'm like, you know what it is. I I think it's California state labor law that I get to do this here. (laughs) Don't test me. (laughs) Yeah. I think that you guys are absolutely incredible. I think that the story is incredible. I think your Porsche stories are incredible. We didn't even get to your whole family history in Hollywood and everything else. (laughs) Come back for that. Um, uh, Oh, off limits. It's fine. Oh, fine. Lovely. <laughs> what uh, is there anything that we should cover before you leave? Just because we're oh, I don't know running long on time. 
I can't think of anything. All right, because we've got holiday announcements really and all that stuff we can talk about. We've been here, and we love you guys. <laughs> we genuinely love you. We genuinely love you guys. Genuine. You know that I talked to you about like coming on in the beginning yeah. when we couldn't didn't know what the fuck we were doing. We yeah. still don't know what the fuck we're doing, but this is what it looks like now. I know. It Should we great. have done a like disclaimer prior to this? Like, warning: we're going to talk about birth. And like, oh really? No, uh, well, no. I told him in the beginning. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you didn't we'll spoiler alert when you talked about was it Turner and Hotch or whatever you were talking about. Turner Stress and Hotch. Hotch. I tried not to. Yeah. I mean, just spoiled the whole thing for me, guys. <laughs> yeah. I haven't oh, seen no. it since 1980, whatever year it came out. And uh, <laughs> now you know it takes place in Monterey. Now I know. Uh, okay. Well, thank you guys so very much because we love you so very much, uh, Mrs. Ryan. Yes, sir. This is it, right? We're done for the week. Done, done for, for the, the year. year got announcements to me hang on we should celebrate hang on look at this we'll see if that'll work uh and in the meantime um what do we, oh it says go to the cards today there we go <laughs> coming in very nice happy uh, holidays amazing. everybody oh and we should probably fire it all up go get this going here all right ta-da it's, <laughs> it's a holiday spectacular all right. <laughs> anyway, I've lost, I, I don't know. I've, I've lost control of everything. There we go. It's okay. just so funny every time. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's see. We've got a bunch of thank yous, Mrs. Ryan, because it's that time of year. We should thank our sponsors. Uh, huge thanks to Tony at Telefunken. Huge thanks to Ron Goodman at Product 23. Huge thanks. Uh, thanks. Huge Tom Hanks. And a big thanks to uh, Marco over at TLG. Who can take us seriously? This is ridiculous. <laughs> Good grief. <laughs> it's just a cloud in me laughing. It's a little too long. Uh, Marco over at TLG uh, Auto Porsche Service, and of course Nicholas and Heather down at Hunziker Design. Uh, we also, Mrs. Ryan, should thank uh, all of our guests this year. Oh my gosh, it's all of our guests. Period. Great year from you guys and everybody before you that that people could see. Uh, uh, also to Jeff Zwart, GI Jennifer Nicole, Matilda Paulin, and Elise Marie Hannaford for all of their help on the PECLA week that sort of was. Uh, we're hoping that this uh, all takes place in 2020, and we are very much looking forward to it uh flip card there's more uh kevin lynch for being such a wonderful advisor to mrs ryan uh bob reed and tom keeney for your help with late show 25 looking very forward to 2020 with that oh we didn't talk about dave Dave watches (laughs) yeah whatever Uh, industry shuffle i'm excited for the new year we'll know more then yep Perfect. Uh, our families, obviously, and uh, you at you. home. Thank you so very much for watching. We very, very much appreciate it. Thanks for going along this ride with us. Like, it's a ride. It's a ride. Can you feel it now that you're here? Like, it's a weird. I love it. There's something. I love it. Bigger than whatever totally. this is. Um, and then uh, for everybody at home, see you in 2020. Have a wonderful holiday season. Uh, we're, I think, some of the stuff we've got coming on for sure, for sure. When we come back, we'll have a new website. We'll have a merchandise store. There will be musical acts next year, live audience shows next year. These are all things confirmed. And one thing that we're pretty darn sure of is Mr. David Letterman sometime in 2020, we think, on the earlier side. Uh, that's all I have, Mrs. Ryan. Oh, oh, gosh. And a huge thank you, of course, to Mr. Ray Schaefer. If not already, please consider following Ray Schaefer for your backstage pass to Porsche, brand heritage, and travel-related material. That's Ray.Schaefer. S-H-A-F-F-E-R. We love you, Ray Schaefer.
Love you, Ray. Alex and David. <laughs> Alex and James, we love you at home as well. <laughs> Alex and David, thank you both so very much for being here, our last guest of the year. Thank you for being our friends. We love you so very much. Love you so much. Yeah. Mrs. Ryan, I love you. I love you. We love everybody at home. Please love one another, and we'll see you in 2020. <laughs> Look at this. So fun. We'll do the Bubbles. Like, I get to it. It's really exciting.